0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: American Giant makes great clothing, sweatshirts, jeans, and more right here in the U.S. Visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order with code STAPLE20. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com, code STAPLE20.
0: Welcome to the fantasy throwdown podcast bringing you the latest in sports news fantasy analysis and opinions don't forget the hot takes can't have a sports show without hot takes these days what about hot cakes though Mm, i want some hot cakes now here's your host ready to jump into the thick of things dwayne calendar good morning everyone it it is the morning after of the uh debacle in L.A. where Clayton Kershaw blew not just a one-run lead, a two-run lead in the uh, top of the eighth for the Dodgers en route to a uh, 7-3 loss to the Nationals last night to get eliminated from the postseason. Uh, Got my dad on the line, and, you know, we're going to go back through it, but, you know, at the end of the day, Callie, and we both talked about this for years, Clayton Kershaw gets treated like the golden goose. He can do no wrong. It's always everyone else's fault in LA why the Dodgers can't get over the hump when it is clear and obvious he is the biggest liability on that entire roster because no one wants to admit that he's not a good postseason player. They always want to point to his regular season stats. But when it comes to the postseason, he he crumbles under the pressure. It, it, here's the joke of it. Never in the regular season has uh, Kershaw given up uh, uh, home runs on back-to-back pitches. He's done it twice in the postseason after last night. And, you know, everyone keeps it acting as though it's so stunning that Clayton Kershaw failed again in the postseason. And... It's been over 10 years of this nonsense. It's like when you have over 30 postseason games and you can count on your fingers the number of times he didn't implode, it's it's mind-boggling because he only gets bailed out when he gets put in situations where it's little to no pressure. When his team is either so far behind or so far up. That he doesn't actually have to think about it. He cannot handle the pressure of big game moments. And, you know, the Dodgers' refusal to admit that is why they're uh, on the outside looking in today. Against a vastly inferior Nationals team. Because the Nationals have a terrible bullpen. And guess what the Nationals did? Patrick Corbin sucked for most of this series. Patrick Corbin actually got a couple of outs last night. And they 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 went back to Doolittle, who has been terrible in the postseason in the years past, but he managed to at least put it through. The biggest issue with the Dodgers is the fact that even when Kershaw got out of the seventh inning, because I didn't think his that bad against Eaton was all that great either, Kershaw was throwing less than ninety two miles an hour. Less than 92, he was throwing up junk, and they still trotted him out there against Juan Soto and, and first, Anthony Rendon, both of whom are 30 home run hitters with uh, slugging well over uh, 1,000. Like, these are bad matchups. Against, the, the Dodgers are fortunate that Kershaw didn't make it to the World Series, because, it would he would have gotten exposed even more against AL hitting because the top-tier hitters in the AL would feast upon this Kirchhoff who's regressed even further since last year. It's not even close.
1: Yeah. yeah I, I, you know, I, I thought they would at least get past the Nationals, you know, because... Everybody said it, you know, the team with the most pressure is the Dodgers. You know, because of what happened the the, the last couple of years. Uh, and, and, and I think you're right. I think that's their biggest problem because their, their star never never shows up in the big game. Never. You know. And it's not like it's the first year or the second year. You know, even before they they they, they, they got to the World Series, he, he, ne- he never he never he never never. He's had multiple
0: postseason. implosions uh, in the postseason, and in his prime, his defenders and there are so many Kershaw defenders. It makes it drives me crazy because like I, I'm sick and tired of getting into arguments with people who still try to maintain. That they would rather have Kershaw on their team than Bumgarner. It's not even a debate. I, I, I'm I'm annoyed that I even have to acknowledge that this is a debate because it shouldn't even be a debate. Hey. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the
1: postseason, they're talking about you. You were you kidding
0: me? I, I, I'm telling you, there are folks who say that the postseason stats are just a blip on the radar, but if you look at the totality of the regular season and the postseason, how can you just uh, dismiss Kershaw entirely? And I keep arguing, postseason stats do matter, because it's not just a blip on the radar screen, it's an entirely different beast altogether than a regular season matchup against, uh, you know, the Padres have actually gotten good in the past year with their free agents acquisitions, but it's like, you know, Kershaw was feasting on the likes of a doormat like the Padres and the Diamondbacks for many years. Like, yes, Bumgarner pitches in the same division. But guess what? When it comes to the postseason and they have to go outside of the cocoon that's the NL West, Bumgarner still gets it done against the AL. Kershaw implodes. I- I'm sick and tired of arguing this with people. Like, they only try to go by the totality of stats, and analytics only carries you so far.
1: I would take Baumgartner in a heartbeat. If, if, if Baumgartner comes in tomorrow and say I want to pitch for the Yankees, I would to San Francisco to bring him back. So, you've got to be kidding me. It, it, it's, it's, it's not even close be, be, between those guys. It's it's the same look, a lot of people get tied up with regular season stats. Yes, and I know you gotta be good in the regular season to make the postseason. But if my team if my team is gonna win a bunch of games in the regular season and always fail in the postseason, I'd rather we don't. Because you are in to win the title. I'm not there to because nobody remembers how many games Seattle won when they won all those games. Nobody remembers that. You understand? You remember the Red Sox won the, the most games and won the World Series. Yes. That's what you're you in it for. Yeah. But when you win the most games and get knocked out in the first round, who the hell cares about that? You know so don't give me regular season and I, and I, I know you you have to, to be good in the regular season to win in in the postseason, but you can't tell me that you're so great in the regular season and then fall on your face in the postseason and tell me that 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 it's not gonna stick out to me that's why I said when 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 Robinson Sinkaro kind of wanted all that money, I said let him walk because he never hits.
0: In the postseason, yeah, and it's a different type of. It's an entirely different beast when you have to hit in the postseason. And the one thing that I kept saying with the Dodgers is the Dodgers benefited from one of the weakest NL, just in terms of uh, in 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 terms of uh, uh just the overall standings, like the AL. Was the so NL much was terrible this year. The, like the the National the entire League. NL was terrible. I, I like I, I'm 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 sorry. The NL was not good. The NL was not no. good.
1: No, that's why the Mets end up. That's why the Mets ended up with a chance to get into the playoffs. The Shockingly, the NL <laughs> was horrible this year, and they still ended up. With a chance to get in. Because
0: the Nash- Ooh, yeah. The, yeah, the, the, Nash- the Nationals had no business the making the playoffs this year with how badly the Nationals no. started. But if you look at the entire NL, the Cubs could not win any games on the road this year. The Reds were trying to tank this year and still almost were a 500 team uh, because the people talk about uh, the Reds traded for Trevor Bauer. That was more of a Let's trade for him so we can trade him eventually kind of move. The Reds were trying to tank this year and realized that the NL was so bad that they couldn't tank enough games, so they made that uh, that Bauer deal uh, uh, j- j- just to have a trade piece in the offseason because they figured teams were going to be- come knocking on their door, which they will after some of the flameouts we've seen uh, in-, in this postseason. The Giants had no business even being... Because even when the Giants started making their run and they were back to 500, the Giants weren't a good team. It's just that the NL was that bad. If you look at all these teams, the only team that is trending up and the only reason why they didn't win more games this year is because of injuries. The Padres are trending up. The issue with the Padres was their entire starting pitching staff got hurt in the beginning of the year and, and they didn't have anything to work with. So, the Padres, I can excuse. The Padres are actually going to be on the Dodgers' ass either by the end of next year or the year after. The The Dodgers winning, a, cha- a window of winning a World Series is basically down to the next two years. And maybe it may be just down to one. Because the, the benefits that they had of enjoying a weak National League, which has progressively gotten worse, you know... When Bryce Harper left the Nationals to go to the Phillies, it actually weakened both teams because a Philly was cash-strapped because they they couldn't get any more starting pitchers, which was really their biggest issue. Philly's inability to pitch. The Nationals got uh, a weaker offense, but at the same time, you know, the Nationals benefited from the fact that no one expected anything out of them this year. And they played like it because they were absolutely terrible. But again, as we said, with the NL being as bad as it was this year, with the Pirates tanking, the, the less said about the Marlins, the better. But you had so many teams in the NL tanking that you actually had scenarios where the Mets, who, you know, with every terrible move the Mets made in this offseason that did not pan out, the Mets still had a chance to make the postseason right down to the last two weeks of the season. Like, there were so yeah. many so many mediocre teams in the NL this year. The AL is so top-heavy that basically any team that made the playoffs for the AL, I would have favored against the Dodgers. Even Tampa. I still think Tampa uh, matches up uh, better uh, against the Dodgers than any of the NL clubs uh, did against the Dodgers. But again, the Dodgers only have themselves to blame. They had that game under control, and yet still wanted to make Clayton feel good about himself heading into the rest of the uh, heading into the rest of the postseason. And you can't manage that way. You literally cannot manage a baseball team that way. Uh, like Dave Roberts has to own that one because he literally went out of his way to say that. He felt good about the matchups Kershaw had against Rendon and Soto, and it's not like they had great numbers. Uh, like it's he he's not a relief pitcher. Like they did that to boost his ego and make him feel good about pitching the rest of the postseason, and it blew up on him spectacularly. Yeah, I but
1: but I am not a big Robert fan. I thought he managed it, that series last year against the Red Sox. I I didn't like how he managed it, and you know he has a shitty bullpen and he he uses it terrible. It, it, it's bad enough that your is not good. It's worse when you don't know how to use it. So I'm I'm a I i am I actually was surprised that he didn't get fired last year, you know. But uh, uh, yeah, hey. This is just me, you know. I'm not a big Roberts fan. I, I, I didn't think he, he showed me that, you know. I'm the guy who can do this, you know. So, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's. I'm, you know, I don't know what they're gonna do now because this is, I mean, it's not in the, it's not in the World Series, but this Dodgers team is just, it keeps disappointing. You know, it keeps disappointed and it's the pitching that lets them down every but, time.
0: But the problem the problem is is that literally he had multiple options. It's like Maeda it's not a world beater, but it was was actually his most effective bullpen guy most of the year. He had Baez, whom right handers are batting less than one eighty against all year. To face against Rendon, and he had a left lefty reliever whose only job is to get Soto out. Like the only reason to play Clayton Kershaw is to make Clayton Kershaw feel better about himself. Your job is to manage the baseball team, not not placate your star player. And this is the Dodgers' biggest bugaboo because we said this before. Why are the Dodgers paying Clayton Kershaw so much money if he can't get it done in the postseason? They had, he had the chance to walk in uh, free agency. And the Dodgers, even with the opt-out, gave him more money on that extension. Like it, None of it made any sense unless you just want to try Clinton Kershaw around as, hey, he's the next Kofax. You know, I'm sorry. If you're in the business of winning, at a certain point, you have to cut ties. The San Francisco Giants, if Madison Bumgarner could no longer pitch like Madison Bumgarner, they would cut ties with him, as much as they love him. The Dodgers have this love affair with Clayton Kershaw that somehow has seemingly trumped what the Dodgers used to be about, which was making sure they win big games.
1: Well, the, the problem, the difference between the Dodgers and the Giants the Giants have two World Series trophies there. No, to, to, no, you, no, no, no. You're
0: you're you forget. You're for... so so. You, oh wait. I Are you are you talking about career wise? Because remember, it, it it was three titles in five years for the Giants. Yeah, but that's what I'm
1: saying. Yeah, they have they have they have those trophies courtesy of Baumgartner. Yeah, because he was a big part of all of them. So we know why they love him. Yeah, yeah. understand? you know. So so yeah, so it it's it, it, it's it's like it's this it's like the third group they talk about with, with Eli and the Giants, you know, when 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 you think yeah, you know why you love him because he brought two he he brought two trophies and he played well to get them. I don't understand the fascination with bringing back Kershaw because he flops in every one of these big games you know I, I when they resign him, I kind of said, "hmm, you know because I, are you hoping that it's gonna be better the next time it's like when it's like when the guy cheats on on, on on his wife and he says, "I'll give him my next chance because I think he's gonna he's gonna do better you know i I, I didn't understand it,
0: yeah. And, here, and here's and here's the best part about Dave Roberts managing, or I should say mismanaging the bullpen. So after the game gets tied, he finally brings in Maeda, who cruises through the inning. Then, uh, then he brings out Joe Kelly, who took care of the ninth inning. All of a sudden, in the tenth inning, Roberts brings back Joe Kelly, who had never pitched more than an inning, and like at, at, like what was already being discussed with reporters is that Kelly had an injury. So he hadn't pitched more than one inning for 3 months. This like he hadn't pitched more than an inning. He brings him back in for the 10th. He walks uh he walks him to start uh he walks him to start the inning. Then Rendon hits a double. Then they intentionally walk Soto to load the bases. And he keeps Joe Kelly in there against Howie Kendrick. it Like, a guy who's never pitched more than an inning in over three months, you're now asking to keep pitching in a basis-loaded, high-leverage situation, and it's fucking Joe Kelly. Like, I, and, I, and, I, and I say this because it's like I'm not trying to disparage Joe Kelly, but most people don't know who the hell Joe Kelly is. I know who Joe Kelly is. And I'm like, it's Joe Kelly. You're not, it's not like you got one of the top relievers in the game in there. It's Joe Kelly. W- what are you doing? Like, your closer is in the bullpen. Like, Baez is in the bullpen. Like, K- Kelly Jansen hasn't been Kelly Jansen this year. But still, better option than Joe Kelly. You had Pedro Baez, who I already said, very good against right-handers. You're going to use him against, Ke- like, there was, ample opportunity to pull Joe Kelly. Refuse to pull Joe Kelly. And then of course, Kendrick hits the grand slam. Like no one understands what the the plan is. And 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 inexplicably, Dave Roberts says he's arguably our most rested reliever. No kidding, Dave. The reason why he's so rested is because he's dealing with an injury. You can't use him that much. I I I I don't even understand. Like no one understands what Dave Roberts was thinking. No one.
1: I, I tell you, I'm not a big Dave Roberts fan. I don't think that he handles the, especially the bullpen. It's not the first playoff you know run that I saw him butcher the bullpen. It's not the first one, you know? So, I, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. We, 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 we'll see what the follow up on this, but I I thought that, you know, I I, I thought that, that he should have been gone, you know, before. Uh, but maybe the Dodgers like bringing people back because, like I said, they bring back Kershaw, so maybe. They're going to bring him back, too. You know? Let's we'll yeah. Like I said,
0: his teammates don't want to blame Clayton Kershaw. But he is the biggest liability on that squad. And from all accounts, Clayton Kershaw seems like a really nice guy. Really nice guy. You know, really well, like, a, you know, again, not a prick It's like you don't want like you like to have good things happen to guys who work hard do say say the right things to do but the simple fact of the matter is like clinton kershaw does not perform well in the postseason there's there's been more than ample evidence of this i'm not saying this to be mean-spirited but i gotta run if, if i'm magic johnson i gotta run a business i'm running the business here like, yes, the Dodgers are making money, but the fans, when they pay top dollar for those tickets out there in LA, because they're almost as expensive as the Yankees, almost, but when I'm paying that much, and I got a fickle fan base that, because Dodgers fans can say what they want. When the Dodgers don't play well, the fans don't show up to the stadium. It, it, it's, it's the truth. So, I got to be able to sell to the fan base that I got a credible winner. You show me where you have a credible winner, where Clayton Kershaw is still the focal point of your pitching staff, when you have Walker Bueller, and you don't have a number three starter, and you're still relying on Clayton Kershaw. The Dodgers have a big problem, and to me, the Dodgers, because they didn't want to pay into the luxury tax, now find themselves in a spot where they're going to have to pay into the luxury tax because they they uh they insisted on giving Kershaw his money and not for nothing they have they're not ever going to get a return on that so now they need to get another starter to get themselves over the finish line and try to win a world series next year i think they're going to have to be in the garrett cole sweepstakes along with the yankees i really do
1: We'll, we'll, we'll see what they do, but you know, I I I, I don't know how they're gonna they're gonna they're, they're gonna come back from this one. I, I, listen, the only
0: recourse for the uh, the Dodgers is the fact that the National League should still be relatively weak next year. That's the only benefit that they get uh, to take advantage of. Is that the National League still is light years behind the American League in terms of depth of top tier uh, teams?
1: Yeah, but yeah, they're, they're gonna be still, they're gonna be still, you know, you know. But I, I guess because this year, this year, I couldn't believe it that. All in, in August, something nobody as like the National League East that nobody could move up ahead of anybody. It was like it was a race for last. It's it's the Mets, the Phillies, the Nationals. It was just like, wait a minute, you guys, you know, even Atlanta. Yeah. I never had any faith in Atlanta. It didn't surprise me that they lost. It no. Didn't. Because they barely moved ahead of anybody this year. It's like, wait, a minute,
0: does anybody want to win this? You know it's they just plodded along. yeah no
1: at, I've seen in a long time.
0: Atlanta moved along because the nationals only got one reliever, finally. To help the matter. So that got the Nationals over into the wild card race because the Cubs could not win on the road. uh, Because their starting pitching was terrible. Atlanta had okay starting pitching. But the problem is, it's okay when it's on. When Atlanta's pitching goes south, they get hammered because they all pitch the contact. Like, there's not a single strikeout pitcher in in Atlanta's rotation. Like Atlanta is a team that also needs Garrett Cole because they have f- uh, five very similar pitchers. They don't really have a massive uh, K guy who's either a lefty or a righty. They're all very similar pitch to contact type hitters. And what, it, what you saw in the Cardinals series is that it was having wild swings where the Cardinals are are, are, are stomping them. Oh, the, 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 Bra- the Braves uh, had a good pitching performance. But the, the problem is, is that the difference between getting obliterated and having good pitching performance were micrometers because the Cardinals were still making good contact regardless of the result. So I can't say I'm surprised that the uh, Braves got annihilated in the elimination game because the Cardinals were having good swings the entire postseason. Now, the one benefit that I, I do think that the Nationals have against the Cardinals is the fact that it's not as though this is... Because, uh, again, outside of Goldschmidt, there's no one in the Cardinals lineup that really terrifies me. Like, the Cardinals have a, a definitely a weaker lineup than the Dodgers. The biggest thing is, with the Cardinals pitching staff, you don't have the, like, Adam Wainwright's not going to implode the way Clayton Kershaw does. If Adam Wainwright doesn't have his stuff, then yeah, you can hit Wainwright. But he's going he's gonna to battle you regardless. So you're not going to get the rollover effect that you see with Kershaw. You know, that's the difference. So I, you know, I would actually still pick the Nationals. Because uh, I, I, I'm saying the Nationals. I, I would still pick the Cardinals to win in a seven-game series against the Nationals. Because I still see more opportunities for the Nationals to find a way to bungle two or three games in a series. Versus them being able to execute for four games to eliminate uh, the Cardinals. I know, the Cardinal, I know what I'm going to get out of the Cardinals. I'm still not sure what I'm going to get out of the Nationals. Because the Nationals should have lost last night. The Nationals managed to uh, advance because the Dodgers wanted to make Clayton Kershaw feel better about himself and paid the price. Yeah. All right, but before I let you go, Kelly, uh, before I let you go, we we we're going to we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about we're going to talk about the NBA without mentioning a certain country. That is now exerting extreme influence over the league itself, but we can't mention the name of said country because they 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 huh? they, they, they may they may get they may
1: they may be able to shut us down. <laughs> well, it, it, here's the thing that I don't understand. You know and, and I I am you know I hate I I, I you know I hate to be siding with, with, with Donald Trump on anything, but uh, I don't understand, and Jim's having pissed me off immediately because Gotta think about that paper I gotta make my paper I, <laughs> I'm an individual Darren Morley is an individual he's, a, he's an American with rights and he can say what he wants and if he says he supports the, 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 the protesters, which, which is, 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 is not a bad thing, you know? It is
0: a bad thing, Kelly. You can't, you can't support freedom why of speech.
1: I, <laughs> why, why am I apologizing for him? Why do I apologize? That's his right. Beca- because apparently... Because it- that's the same that's the same thing that they are fighting for. The right to have free speech.
0: But apparently, according to certain countries that we can't name directly, freedom of speech is an attack on said country. Apparently, you you you've insulted the country and all 1.4 billion people. Apparently, by even mentioning the word
1: freedom. That's uh, stupid. I, I I don't understand that. But the, I do
0: understand that, but one thing that you clearly see because we we, we had we had another company literally steal money from one of its workers uh, in, in one of the software tech companies because they, they 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 suspended a pro gamer uh, and suspended all of his winnings because he said he supported the protesters and the co- uh, the company Blizzard took away all of his prize winnings for the entire year based on the comments alone. You see the influence that certain countries can exert on businesses and because businesses strictly and only care about money and no matter what people try to sugarcoat and say about it, as long as that's the case and as much as it pains me to actually side with Ted Cruz on any issue, that is a dangerous problem for America when you have businesses so in line with certain countries that do not extol any of the virtues that we hold so dearly. But companies don't care about America. Companies just care about profits. So at the end of the day, they're going to decide where, where they can make as much money as humanly possible. But it is incumbent on politicians to hold feet to the fire whenever folks go so far out of bounds. And again, the NBA needs to be taking the task on this. Yeah, you've been trying to make inroads with said country for over 20 years, but that one tweet somehow is enough to unravel 20 years of work. Then guess what? Maybe you shouldn't have been spending that much time to invest in said country if that one thing is enough for them to break every business deal you had with them going on to begin with
1: but my my thing is this the NBA was making money before they started going to China. so may, maybe maybe you need to look at that. It's not like China made the NBA, you know. And I, I, like I said, I have a real problem with 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 with, with, with that because Daryl Irish is allowed to, and, and like I said, I I if I'm Mori, I'm 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 looking to trade Harden. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. Well, 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 I'm well, looking to trade him because you, you apologizing for me. Were you, were you freaking well, well, me? well,
0: here's the thing: the NBA is spineless enough. That I put the over/under on two two and a half months. That Daryl mori is either mutually parts ways with the Rockets, or is says he needs a, a time off to recharge mentally and physically. I, 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 I this story is not going away. The the NBA is so neck deep in in, in terms of business interests that they're going to find a way of scapegoating mori somehow. It's, they just don't want to do it right now because they know there's so much political attention on this, but they're going to find a way of scapegoating Maury. Th- this is not going away.
1: Uh, I, I, this is not a good day for the NBA, the way how people are reacting to this. I I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. You know. So, I uh, not yeah.
0: Let's see why. Yeah. All right, Kelly. All right. I, yeah, I got. I got to wrap up, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll catch up a bit later.
1: Yeah. Watch yourself without reading later.
0: Yep. Take yeah. it easy, Kelly. Uh, okay, son. Uh, right. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, when we and I, you know, again, I don't even say this in jest. The business interests with so many companies have been brought out to the fray by this Daryl Morey situation that even I have realized that some of the things being said, like you got Stephen A. Smith talking about, he's afraid of talking about, uh, what's going on with this situation because they work for Disney and Disney has business interests, uh, with China. Again the fact that there are so many people willingly acknowledging the fact that they're afraid of their companies, that there probably needs to be a deeper examination of the issue. Now, what I'm assuming most uh, businesses are hoping for is that Americans short attention span causes us to lose focus on this. And we jump on to the next uh, hot topic of the day and, you know, uh, forget about this, but, it's it's a it's a it's a mighty big elephant in the room right now that got exposed in a big way uh, by the NBA and how it's handled uh, the Daryl Morey situation. So more to come on that. More to come on the postseason because there's still a possibility that the Houston Astros get knocked off by uh, Tampa Bay today. Like Garrett Cole could be uh, like. All it takes is for Garrett Cole just to have a bad inning and Houston could be out of the postseason because they had to use up quite a bit of their bullpen uh, to bail out uh, Verlander uh, the other night. So there's a very real chance that the Yankees at the end of today could be the best team left in the entire postseason for baseball. It's scary to think that, but literally that could very well happen uh, by the end of today. It, it, you know, if you're a Yankees fan, like I am, this is a huge day. Uh, like, you, you, because even with the 800-pound the uh, grill in the room with Kershaw, I still would have picked the Dodgers over the Yankees because of the issues the Yankees starting pitching staff has, and the Dodgers, I think, would have matched up well against the Yankees. Uh, the Dodgers hitters would have matched up well against the Yankees' bullpen as well. But with the Dodgers out of the way... There's no team left in the NL that would even remotely concern me uh, against the Yankees. I, I think I think it, it would be a rehash of the Twin series. So again, very big day today in baseball, and I know Major League Baseball is basically clutching pearls that Houston manages to survive against Tampa because the prospects of a Yankees Tampa ALCS would immediately tune out vast majority of uh, of the Mid-Atlantic and the Pacific because no one cares about Tampa and enough people dislike the Yankees as is that, you know, they don't even bother watching us to lose, especially if it's against such a lopsided matchup as Tampa. Tampa does not remotely intimidate us at all. So, again, big day for Yankees fans. Not so great day for the rest of baseball. But we'll see how uh, everything else unfolds uh, with the rest of the wild card round uh, with the conclusion of uh, Houston-Tampa today. So, that's all for now, folks. Uh, We got to get to it another time. But uh, take care and have a good one.
1: Presented by
0: T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat.